Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is The Good Place. discussing Season 3, Episode 8, titled, Don't Let the Good Life Pass You By. Okay, bunch of stuff going on in this episode, lots to talk about here. Uh, really, this really is a turning point in the season. This really is kind of, I feel like every season has a moment where the story completely changes and now we take on an entirely different dynamic. Uh, With season one, it was when Eleanor confessed. With season two, it was when uh, Sean showed up and shut down the neighborhood. Uh, Season three, this is very much the episode where everything changes and we're just like, okay, now we're taking on an entirely new, entirely different dynamic, an entirely different identity. And this is kind of the moment where we switch from phase one of the season to phase two. So, this episode starts off, and it starts off like a fairly simple, like we've been doing for the last few episodes, just go to a place, talk to a person, do a thing. Like, it starts very much like that. Michael and Janet visit Doug Forsett to try and get a blueprint into how to live the best life, and it doesn't go well. (laughs) It doesn't go well at all. Turns out Doug is just completely miserable. Uh, He is actively going out of his way to make every single person happy, regardless of how it affects him, so he can gain as many points as physically possible to get into the good place. It's kind of... It's kind of sad. It's kind of uh, sad to watch. He ingests his own urine. Like, it's just, it's not great. It's not great. The Doug Forsett trip does not work out well. Although, Michael McKean is there. And Michael McKean is a national treasure. And I love Michael McKean and everything he does. Except Rograts. He's a terrible Grandpa Lou. But other than that, Michael McKean is perfect and can do no wrong and I love him in this I love him in this role he nails it so so well uh but we have that whole entire storyline uh meanwhile everyone else is back at this bar uh they're lounging around Eleanor is trying to figure out whether or not to tell Chidi that they were in love in an alternate timeline uh Tahani is giving her advice on it and saying, like, hey, uh, you wouldn't want to tell him if you weren't feeling that way again. Uh, if you didn't want it to happen again. Like, maybe you should tell Chidi how you feel. And so we're doing all that. Uh, Chidi and Jason are playing Jacksonville-style pool. <laughs> where 
You do anything you want, nothing matters, and you just make up your own points. <laughs> I either know exactly what I'm doing, and it's something, or I'm doing nothing, and I'm winning. <laughs> It's really good. It's a really, really great bit. Uh, but when Eleanor pulls Chidi aside to try and tell her, uh, try and tell him about what happened and how she feels, some demons show up. Demons swarm the bar and capture all of them. Uh, initially, Eleanor notices them and is like, hey, let's get out of here. Let's sneak out. But then Jason, like an idiot, just spontaneously takes out a Molotov cocktail and tries to throw it, and then the demons stop him, and then they get captured. Uh, but they're sitting down. Eleanor makes a big show of, like, Michael will never show up. He'll never, you'll never see Michael again. And then Michael and Janet walk through the door, <laughs> ranting about how they drank <laughs> Doug Forsett's piss. And... Then we get into a massive fight. We get into a massive demon fight. Everything goes nuts. Uh, it's a really spectacular action sequence. Like, The Good Place, it's not necessarily known for action. Like, it's not an action-based show. So you would not expect, like, a comedy. Like, just a random half-hour sitcom, essentially. To have a full-blown action sequence, but they do. And it's really, really great. It's a really, really spectacularly helmed action sequence. Uh, there's some really badass stuff in there. Janet goes absolutely nuts. Uh, they do some really creative stuff with the portals. Like, Michael's calling his portal. Uh, the demons are calling theirs, trying to shove each other in. Like, and it's really, really fantastic. Janet realizes that if she goes through even a little bit, uh, that she gets all her powers back uh, and utilizes that to her advantage. Like, it's really great. It's really, really fa fantastic. Tahani takes out a pool cue and starts fencing a guy. <laughs> and I especially love how every... All the demons are doing callbacks, but no one knows what the callbacks are. <laughs> like, every time they try to go, like, it's me, I'm doing my thing. They have no idea what's going on. <laughs> like, Sean shows up initially and is like, hello, humans, it's been a long time. Oh, shit, you don't remember. I'm Sean, you're very afraid of me. <laughs> Uh, the sexy mailman dude from the second reboot, uh, comes in and is like, D bad news for you, I've been going to the gym a lot. <laughs> just pulls Cheaty and it's just like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> what is going on here? Oh, uh, by the way, in the middle of this big epic action sequence, uh, Eleanor tells Cheaty about the previous timeline where they fell in love and also that... She's still in love with him, so she manages to get that out. She manages to get that out in the open. Right in the middle of being horny for Janet. Like, Eleanor, 
Eleanor is the horniest character in all of The Good Place, and Chidi directly calls her out on this. Like, they're in the middle of a fight for their life with demons, and in the middle of it, Eleanor is like, is it just me or is Janet really hot right now? (laughs) Why are you still horny? (laughs) It's great. This whole action sequence is great. This whole action sequence is amazing. Uh, But eventually they win. Slash Janet wins. And they interrogate Sean for a little bit. And they ask why he wants these four humans specifically. And he's just like, it's personal for me now. Like, I I just want them. And Sean does some gloating. And talks about, oh, we'll get everyone. Your, uh, uh, Your humans, their loved ones... Doug Forsett, and he's like very sure, no, we're getting all of them. They're all headed to the bad place. And Michael kicks him through the the door. He's gone. And everyone's like, okay. What did he mean by that? Because he seemed very, very sure he was getting Doug Forsett... And we were very sure he was the blueprint to live a perfect life. And Michael reveals that he's thought for some time that there was something wrong with the point system. He's thought for some time there was something seriously wrong with the point system. He is now thinking that the problem is way more serious than he initially thought. uh, Because... He thought the system didn't take into account the potential for growth. What he didn't think about was maybe there's something bigger. Maybe there's something hugely, systemically wrong with the point system. And the bad place is getting more people than they should. Like something is wrong with... like. Something is wrong with who's going to the bad place and who's going to the good place. Uh, So, Michael hatches a plan. We gotta go to the accountant's office. We gotta go to the accountant's. We gotta figure out what's going on. Figure out what's going on with the point totals. And initially, they are going to... Stay at Doug Forsett's house. Uh, take the humans to Doug Forsett's house. But then a bunch of demons come in. We get round two. And Janet hatches a plan to take all the humans into her void. Which might destroy them. Might not. Who the hell knows? This is a bit of a gamble. But they're definitely going to die on Earth. So, yeah. They dead. <laughs> so Janet... Takes them into their void. Everyone's dead again. Yay! They're no longer alive. Woo! Uh, so we're back to... We're back to afterlife shenanigans. We are back to afterlife shenanigans. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be a grand old time. Get ready for some madness. We only got, like, what? Four more episodes? Left in this season, and they, uh, they, they still got some punches to throw. 
they still got some punches to throw. Uh, particularly the next episode is one of the best episodes and one of the most creative episodes in the entire history of The Good Place. The next episode is utterly spectacular, and I love it so much. So I cannot wait to talk about that one. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that's it. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as we go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcast or app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's simple as just push a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd, TomTom4468. And support the show, patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. If you become a patron, you can also get access to the Television Archive Supplemental, which I'll be putting up there once every month. Or, if that's going to work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 3, Episode 9. Talk to you then.